Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pastor Farrell Shepherd of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. And I'd like to welcome you to another Sending Forth a Light radio broadcast. This broadcast is for Wednesday, November 8th. And I appreciate the opportunity to send out these messages. By the way, hope you'll be in the Lord's house tonight. We'll be meeting here at the Island Ford Baptist Church at 7 p.m. tonight. We'll say more about that at the close of the broadcast. I've got a message we're starting today and going to continue through the week about the Psalms. I've been preaching this the last couple of meetings that I've been in as the Lord's laid that on my heart. And I'll say more about that in a moment. But first, here's a song by my mother-in-law, Mary Johnson, entitled Bubbling. All right, as we look into the scriptures today, we are turning in our Bibles to the book of Ephesians chapter number five and the book of James chapter number five. I'm going to look at one verse in each of these chapters, Ephesians chapter five, verse number 19, and James chapter five and verse number 13. I'm going to be preaching a message on the Psalms. Both of these verses reference the Psalms. And so I'm going to be preaching today a sermon that I actually preached in the Island Ford Baptist Church during the COVID situation when we had lockdowns and weren't able to gather in, just had the radio and a just a small crew in the auditorium, and we aired our services live over the radio. This is one of those services. So I've got a three-day broadcast today. We're going to be beginning that broadcast and I'm preaching about why the Psalms are important in troubling times. Why the Psalms are important in troubling times. Now, I will make the statement that down through the ages, people have turned to the Scriptures in times of trouble, but especially to the Psalms for comfort. Amen. There are praise Psalms. There are prayer Psalms. And they give a voice to our misery, and they give a voice to our merriment as well. Now, on today's broadcast, I'm going to be bringing out the first point, and that is that the Psalms give us perspective. They help us get some perspective in the days in which we're living. So I hope that you will stay tuned and enjoy the message as it was preached live in the pulpit of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. If you want to be turning in your Bible to Ephesians chapter number 5, and James chapter number 5. We'll look at two texts of Scripture. Ephesians chapter number 5 is a familiar text that I'm going to be reading from verse number 19. We know verse 18 very well, and it goes with verse 19. So Ephesians chapter 5, verse 19 is where I'm going to begin. And then in James, it's chapter number 5, and verse number 13 is my text in James. Let me get there. As well. All right. So Ephesians chapter 5 and verse number 19, the Bible says, Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Now that's just part of a sentence, one verse. So let's back up and read verse 18 and read down through verse 21. We'll get the whole sentence. And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father 
in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. But I wanted to zero in on that, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. James chapter number 5 and verse number 13. Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. So I'm looking at the psalms mentioned in Ephesians 5. He said, when you're filled with the Spirit, you speak to yourselves in psalms. And then James said, if you're sick or if you're afflicted, you ought to pray. If you're merry, you ought to sing psalms. Well, I remember Brother Elliot Smith said when he was, he was pastoring in Galax, Virginia for a little while, started a little church there. And Galax has several radio stations, but it's got a gospel radio station. And they had a trivia thing you could call in and you win a prize. And the trivia question stumped everybody. Nobody could get it right. The question was, what's the last book? Of the New Testament. Nobody could get it. Everybody's calling in and saying Revelation. No, it was Psalms. The lady had a New Testament with Psalms. And did not know that Psalms was not in the New Testament. Well, and she was serious. I mean, they, she was turning people down. Nope, you got it wrong. I can't believe nobody's getting this right, you know. But anyway... Uh, I, I thought about these two verses I read to you are in the New Testament. And they're talking about Psalms. So Psalms are not just an Old Testament thing. They're to be used now. I mean, it's, it's relevant to us now. And here's my thought. I'm, I'm going to preach tonight on this thought. Why the Psalms are important in troubling times. Troubling times like we're in. We go to the Psalms. I'm telling you, find comfort. Amen. I preached, that was my text Sunday morning, you know, it was out of the Psalms. And, and I find myself a lot of times going back to the Psalms to find encouragement and to find comfort, especially in a time of trouble. And so I, I, I'll say this as I, as I bring my message. I don't have to tell anybody that we're living in troubling times. Amen. All you hear, everywhere you go, everything you see is something about COVID-19. COVID-19, everywhere you go, that's all you constantly... And by the way, we're hearing about people getting sick. Constantly hearing about people dying. They're telling us every day how many now's got it, how many died, and how many is uh, recovered. And I was thinking this, those same scientists that said millions is going to die are the ones that says we've been here for millions of years too. <laughs> they just can't count. That's a problem. But <laughs> truth be known... If the airwaves were not filled with talk about the coronavirus, if the print media was not full of talking about the coronavirus, it'd be filled up talking about wars and terrorism, robberies and murders and kidnappings. Amen. It'd be talking about political intrigue and moral failures and different kinds of problems. That's You know why? Because we live in a fallen, sinful world. Amen. In a world like the one we live in, it is no surprise that people worry about the future. Worry what the future is going to hold. People worry about what it's going to be like for their children. What it's going to be like for their grandchildren or their great-grandchildren, whatever the case is. They wonder what kind of world these children are going to have to grow up in. And a lot of times we fret 
and worry over growing older, about leaving our loved ones, and about kids having to grow up in times like these. We worry about these times. Down through the centuries, people in troubling times have turned to the Scriptures for comfort. Amen. They've turned to the Scriptures for some consolation. They've turned to the Scriptures for consultation. Amen. To give them something that would help them. And thank God you can find it in the Bible. But one of the places they go to again and again and again is the book of Psalms. Amen. And it is a, a wonderful book. Amen. In times like these, the Psalms are very important. Psalms are a special group of poetry. Brother Kuhn said he thought, you know, growing up that poetry had to rhyme. I, I was the same way. I thought if it didn't rhyme, it didn't make sense to me. And uh, I find out that the poetry in the book of Psalms is not like that kind of poetry. It's a special kind of poetry. It speaks about the needs of men and women, boys and girls. It speaks about what goes on in the heart. Matter of fact, I think you can find every sympathy, every situation, every, every part of life somewhere, you'll find yourself, as they say in the book of Psalms. Amen. Special, special poetry. Amen. And the people of God have chosen down through the years to turn to that for for their comfort. But you think about the people God used to write the book of Psalms. Brother Kuhn's dealing with the overview of the Bible. and did that uh, the last few Sundays. And and he talked about how God used like 40 different writers to write the Bible. That, that part of that. Same thing in Psalms. Psalms are not written by one individual. Psalms are written by several different individuals. Uh, that's really interesting how God how God chose to use them. But not, they're not fanciful poets. They're not recreational poets. They're devotional poets. Amen. They are poets that actually say something about worshiping God and being devoted to God. And they're theologically proper and doctrinally sound. Amen. And on and on we could go about that. But these people that God used to write these psalms were not living in some fancy palace somewhere, although he did choose a king. But most of the psalms that the psalmist David wrote wasn't while he's sitting on the throne. It's while he's hiding in a cave. Amen. And things like that. God used people that were in a very chaotic place in their life. Living in a time of disaster. And yet trusting their God. They turned to God in their time of trouble. And there's where we can see we can find grace to help. If we'll turn to God in our time of trouble as well. They looked to God for answers. They looked to God for assurance. Amen. In their times of trouble. I mentioned about David being anointed king. He wrote his psalms. I said he's hiding in a cave, but the reason he's hiding is because he's being hunted. He's been, his life is in jeopardy. There's also the time in his life when his own son has betrayed him. His own son has snuck around. I don't know the word snuck's a real English word or not. And he, he had snuck around. He had connived his way. There's a good southern word. And had worked his way in that he had stolen the hearts of the people. And then he rebelled against his own daddy. And really, to be honest with you, wanted his own daddy dead. And God used that time, that situation in David's life to write psalms. Amen. What a blessing they are for us. Amen. Because when we come into trouble, amen, we ain't had trouble like that. But we can find help like that, amen, in the scriptures like that David did. David, I say this, David knew betrayal. He understood it. He understood heartache. He understood heartbreak. And he used it to write 
psalms to deal with these issues. Amen. Why did God have these men write these psalms? Was it just to detail their time of trouble? Was it just to detail their faith? Or was it to give us solace for our tears? Amen. Give us light when darkness comes in on us. Amen. And so I think about the Psalms, and I'm going to talk about the book of Psalms. We're going to look at some of them in a moment. I'm not, I'm not starting a series as far as I know. I'm, I'm just dealing with a, a moment time that right now we're living in. This time, Psalms are important, and I encourage you to read the Psalms. Amen. And, and to uh, love them. Amen. Uh, we all, we all know this. Psalms are, they're a version. They're, they're a, they're a, have a kinship to songs. Like in the text that we read, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, three different types of musical, melodious language, I guess is right. And and yet we don't know the tunes of the psalms. We put tunes to some and others have as well, uh, different things that are like that. But And I like it. I, I don't have a problem with that at all. I, I love that idea. But one thing that a lot of the, a lot of the psalms are outbursts of praise. When you're reading the psalmist, he just gets so full of praise that he just overflows. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. Amen. You think about that and just you see that outburst. I shall not want. Amen. And just the, the glory that's in there. They're outbursts of praise. But also many of them are outbursts of prayer. Not just praise. It's calling on God. Matter of fact, a lot of our songs, hymns and songs are more, some of them rather than just being a thing of, of praise or a thing of prayer. And we see that in the Psalms as well. And I believe that God gave us these Psalms to help us in our times of trouble and tragedy. I believe that James, in James chapter number 5, is speaking about praying the Psalms. When he says, is any among you afflicted, let him pray. Now, I think he could be saying, pray the Psalms. The Psalmist, when he was afflicted... He used psalms. That's part of his prayer. Maybe that's what uh, James is talking about. Uh, He's dealing with a very Jewish audience. And he says, is any merry? Let him sing psalms. And so praise, when you praise, he said, praise psalms. Like uh, things that we, and we say it sometimes, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Those are psalms that we bless God with. Amen. His praise shall continually be in my mouth, and, and 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 I will bless the Lord at all times. Those things are those are in the Psalms, and they come out of us in praise. I think they're proper and right to do that. James says, "Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms." In other words, Psalms, I believe, give a, a voice to our misery, and they give a voice to our merriment as well. Amen. I say that again because I think it's really good. They give a voice to our misery. And they give a ver- voice to our merriment as well. So I want to think just a few minutes and discern some of the reasons why the Psalms are so precious to God's people, especially in times of trouble. I've got three points. Number one, Psalms, I'll say it this way, these Psalms give us perspective. They give us perspective. I'm going to say some things and when I come down to the end of this point, I'm going to repeat some of these statements because there's some statements that we need to take in in our mind. The Lord helped me to think on these today. First of all, these Psalms give us perspective. First of all, our troubles seem loom larger to us than anybody else's problems. 
I say that again. Our troubles always loom larger than those of anyone else. We imagine that nobody has ever faced what we're facing. Nobody's ever felt what we felt. But when we look in the Psalms, we'll find that trouble's not new. Amen. <laughs> Been there all along. Turn with me back to Psalm number 11 and uh, read you some of that. I'm not going to read all of any of the Psalms, but we'll read a few verses in chapter 11. There's only seven of them. We'll read the first half, the first four, all right? Notice the header, Psalm 11. It says, To the chief musician, a psalm of David. Here's what David said. In the Lord put I my trust. How say ye to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain? For lo, the wicked bend their bow. They make ready their arrows upon the string that they may privily shoot at the upright in heart. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in His holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold, His eyelids try the children of men. Amen. So I notice here that the psalmist was in trouble. But he starts off with a statement of faith, first thing. He says, in the Lord put I my trust. He starts off with a statement of faith. Then he indicates there must be trouble somewhere because before he finishes the sentence, he says, How say ye to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain. Now, I don't know if he's talking to individuals. If there were literally individuals telling David, You ought to run away, David. You ought to try to get away from it all, David. Or if he's talking to his fears that are speaking. That's what I really believe. The fears that speak in his mind. Because I've found more than people saying you ought to flee away. A lot of times my own fears will say you ought to run. You ought to, you ought to get out of this. You ought to get away from it. Amen. Amen. And David said, why are you saying that? I'm trusting in God. I believe he's, he's communing with his own heart. And he's speaking to his own heart. But there's trouble. There's trouble somewhere. Amen. How say you my, to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain? You see... The psalm goes on to tell us there's actually wicked people that are planning and preparing to do wicked things to David. They're they're preparing his destruction. But look what he says in verse number 2. For lo, the wicked bend their bow. I mean, they're they're getting ready to turn loose of an arrow. Not just just they got the bow in their hand, they've bent it. They've got the thing locked and ready to go. Uh, they make ready their arrow upon the string that they may privily shoot at the upright in heart. So he's saying there's troubles there and the wicked are making plans. And by the way, they are. There's no question. And you know, you hear all these things. Well, this COVID-19 is just a setup of the mark of the beast and we're headed to the end. I don't know if it is or not, but we are headed to the end. And the mark of the beast can't be far off when we can certainly see that things are in place. No question about that. The... The bow is bent. The arrow's got on its string. It's ready. The wicked are surely doing their thing. They're making plans. Amen. They're ready to do violence to to David. They're sneakily trying to do him some harm. Privily, that word. They're, They're being sneaky. They're being undercover about it. But he said, I know they are. But then here's this oft repeated phrase, verse 3. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? I don't know how many sermons I've heard on that. I've heard several. If the foundations be destroyed, what can 
the righteous do. That is the age-old lament of the people of God that these days seem to be worse than any days we've ever seen before. The foundations are eroding out from under everything. Amen. The foundation of the home, the foundation of the church, the foundation of society, the foundation of the nation. Amen. Foundations seem to be eroding out from under everything. And and so, I, it's saying that, that these very foundations of life are falling away and, and they're slipping out from under us. And, and by the way, that's exactly how a lot of people feel. I'm talking about people of God. They get a call from the doctor. And all of a sudden they think, what in the world? I've tried to live for God. I haven't wasted my life on drugs and burnt up my brain on alcohol or what, and I'm, I'm trying to live. And all of a sudden they get the call from the doctor and they feel like there's erosions in their foundations. When their children misbehave or when our children mislead us, we, we feel the erosion of the foundations. When we see some travesty of justice, from one of the political parties or one opposite of our own, whatever it is, we feel the erosion. We say, well, that's the way the world's going. Amen. They're just, that's the way they're going. We hear of some moral failure, some marriage failure, somebody in the religious circles, whether we know them or not, but we're acquainted with them. We feel the erosion of the foundations out from under us. And if we're not careful, here's what we'll be led to believe. It's never been this bad. Never, Nobody has ever had it so bad. The psalmist, I believe, is reminding us he felt that way too. And that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. So we're going to have to break in the message right there. But Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow and continue this message throughout this week. And I would like to invite you to come and be with us tonight for our midweek prayer service Every Wednesday night at 7 p.m., we'll be meeting here, Lord willing, tonight for that. We'll have a special time of prayer around the altar, special time of prayer requests taken from the pulpit, and then we'll have preaching from the Word of God, as well as some good singing together, congregational and perhaps special. Love to have you come and be with us for that service tonight at 7 p.m. We are easily located at 1415 Island Ford Road here in Madisonville, Kentucky. Hope you'll tune in this same time every Monday through Friday for another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. Until then, this is Pastor Farrell Shepherd saying good day and God bless you.